from the front lines of the green rush. This is Green Entrepreneur, where business owners talk about how they found success in cannabis and how you can too. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Green Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Jonathan Small, and I am the editor-in-chief of GreenEntrepreneur.com. My guest today is David Big Poppy Ortiz, the legend. David is a three-time World Series champion, a former World Series MVP, and a recent inductee to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Well, now you can add cannabis entrepreneur to his long list of accomplishments. That's right. He has a new brand out called Poppy Cannabis. It's a new line of premium cannabis products available in dispensaries across Massachusetts. And David is joined by Tom Schneider, who is the CMO of Rev Clinics, the company behind Big Poppy Cannabis. Big Poppy and Tom Schneider, it's an honor. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. David, let me start with you. Tell me a little bit about why you decided to get into the cannabis business in the first place. Well, as you know, while I used to play, I was a guy that I went through a lot of pain and, and a lot of stress and a lot of discomfort with my body. And it, it kind of like carry over your mindset at some point, you know, all the stress and all the stuff. And matter of fact, I retired because all the pain that I was getting on my body, especially my Achilles. But uh, at some point, someone introduced me to uh, cannabis and it was a game changer. And I'm talking about after, you know, once your body cool off and your body is, is receiving all the pain because of all the banging from the game, cannabis was the type of thing that kind of helped me out to slow the pain down and work on my stress and and my joint, I mean, everything combined with the treatment of the field, that was something that basically get me through it, through the night, especially, and, 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 and it helped me out to release a lot of pain. You know, I used to go from the flour to the cream to the gummies. I mean, it was something that it was a game changer. And I, I, I basically did that with some of the friends and it worked. So I was like, this is the, the type of business that I need to be in because I, I live in experience through it. And I basically got to know all the good things coming out of it. And people need to know about this. And you know that when someone like me get involved in something like this, it, it calls everybody's attention, you know? And, and even people that kind of are mentally blocked about the subject, when they see someone like me involved, it kind of like start paying attention in a different type of way. In a more positive way. Yeah, for sure. Yes. What was your impression? I mean, growing up in the Dominican Republic of cannabis, it's obviously illegal there, right? Was Did you have a kind of negative impression growing up as a kid? Oh, man, they still does. I mean... When the news came out, I got to tell you, man, everybody, it was the whole talk for about a week down there. And a lot of people are aware of the potential in the cannabis, but a lot of people are still, you know, like in between, you know, they haven't really got down deep into it. So it, it's very questionable down there, but it's illegal down there. It basically, it's a lot of people use it, but not in a legal type of way like we do here in, uh, in the state. So you first started using it when you, during your baseball career or after? Yes. Uh, during your baseball career. To, well, towards the end, basically. Towards the end, to manage pain. Yes. But you've said that the cannabis didn't really help with the actual playing of baseball. It wasn't a performance enhancing, right? It was more for 
after, like you never played obviously when you were high. It was after, oh, right? You don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not when somebody's throwing a baseball at 98 miles no, an hour. No, no. You know that the game, the baseball game is a game that is, it's all about speed. It's all about tracking. It's all about intensity. And cannabis is basically the opposite. It's to, you know, to chill out, to, to make you make sure that your body, you know, everything, the flow in your body is, is different to me. I mean, especially, so it's, it's, it's two different type of words, you know what I'm saying? The reason why cannabis is not, they don't test you for in baseball is because they know that that doesn't help you at all to play the game. Right. So they don't even bother testing. They don't even bother. Yeah. Matter of fact, they would like athletes, MOB would like to have guy into the cannabis better than into the alcohol. And maybe the opioids too, right? Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, that's, that is something that in the minor league, MOB have cannabis uh, banged out. The guys to be drug tested. But once they, everything had changed, everything had shifted on the cannabis favor. Now they don't drug test the guy down there for cannabis. They prefer the guy on cannabis than on alcohol. Right. And so people, did you, did you, would you say a lot of your teammates were using cannabis for pain? Like, like 50%, what percent or not that many? Oh man. I, I, I mean, in the, in the athlete side of, it's not like you use cannabis, like, like regular people, you know what I'm saying? Because we have to be so active pretty much of all time, but I'm pretty sure she's, I got to tell you, I mean, pretty much everybody uses cannabis. Yeah. That's what I've heard from other athletes and other sports. Yeah, like pretty much everybody's in it. Were you a little bit afraid or scared of using cannabis the first time because of you had this impression in Dominican Republic, it's like, you know, it's like evil, et cetera, has a reputation, right? Did, were you a little bit concerned about trying it the first time? Of course, of course. As a matter of fact, the first time I tried, I didn't really feel anything, to be honest with you, because I don't think I was doing it right. And then my boy, one of my boys was like, no, 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 no. This is how it worked. But I first began, I first began with the flower, but then I went to the cream and all this stuff and I received like the, what I was really looking for. And then I started using the flower more consistently. And that was when I first, when I basically feel what I was looking for. So tell me, uh, let's talk about Big Poppy Cannabis. What is your role there? Obviously you're a spokesperson. How active are you in the actual business of it? Oh man, I'm all in. You know, I go to the, with the I always talk to my man, Alex Pryor, one of the best growers I, I ever seen. Matter of fact, I was talking to him this morning because he's, He's putting together some new things and next time I'm in town, he wants me to go and check it out. But everything goes through this guy right here. This day, this day. Yeah. This guy's the genius. Call me a genius, but I did uh, get pretty lucky running into David and making this thing happen. Tell us that story. Like, how did everybody wants a David Ortiz as their, you know, spokesperson? How did you guys connect? How did you find out that he was interested? Do you want to mention that? Yeah. He, I mean, we connect through a friend of mine that is here named uh, Donald because I know we don't know. He's from here, from Boston. Uh, me and Donna, we've, we've been friends since I got here to Boston. And he saw a lot of people approaching me with the subject. Because me and Donna, we, during the season, during the offseason, we always together, we go to places. So he saw that. But then a couple of years ago, he started working for Rev. And when he saw that, he went like, wait a minute, we have the right company for you to be part of it. At the beginning, it was hard for us to get together. But once he talked to Tom and the whole team and we got together, we make it happen. Were you always set on doing it in Massachusetts? I mean, you could have gone to California. I know that you're obviously a Boston, you're a legend in Boston, Boston sports. But were you always set on doing it in Massachusetts? Well, a lot of guys from California approached me. With the subject, but a lot of company here in Boston also approached me with the subject, 
And uh, I, I was like, if I ever do it, it's going to be in my town because I want I want people to get to know how good this product is, you know, and the great job that uh, Rev and the whole company do about growing the flower, the packaging. I mean, it's a beautiful thing the way they, they do things. Tom, say something about well, it. Well, I just want to say one of the things, David's not the spokesperson for the brand. It's his brand. Yes. Um, he owns, oh, I forgot to tell you he that. He owns the brand with us, which is different than a lot of situations. And when we first started talking to David, we had to make this decision. And I was like, let's make him our partner. I mean, I don't want a name on a package. I want a partner. I wasn't going to do it that way either as an spokesperson because I know the conflict that comes with the switch over, people always have something to do and something to say about it. And I, if I'm going to be part of a brand like this, I want to be, I want to be all in. I just wasn't going to be someone just coming in and out. And, you know, David goes to the grow. He, he sits with Alex Pryor, our head cultivator, um, our head of cultivation. They, they look at flower together. It, you know, it's, it's somewhat of a learning experience for everybody because he's such a great botanist when it comes to, to, to plants and, and, and cannabis. And David is picking strains that he wants in his product. David's got, because David's part of the, the choosing of what goes in there, he's getting the best products we're growing. David, that must be a hard part of your job. You have to try out the different strains, <laughs> do a little Q&A. Hey, listen, I can't wait to go back to the, uh, <laughs> the play where we grow. I can't wait. Like I'm leaving tomorrow, but I'm coming back in about eight days, something like that. And I already told Alex, wait for me over there. I'm coming to see you. And so like that all time for whenever yeah. I come back. How do you decide? Like, do you, on the different strains, is it just how you feel and how it manages your pain? I like by the percentage of THC, you know what I'm saying? Because I kind of learned that even before I got into this business about that part of the flower and, 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 and the way they combine, you know, the, the, the whole thing, uh, the hybrid, you know, I mean, I love, I love all those type of things for some reason. Do you tend, what is the THC level? Is it a pretty strong or is it moderate? What, what is the THC to the CBD? THC level on the sweet slugger is 25% plus. And then uh, there will be a quick introduction of an infused pre-roll, which is the same cannabis, but infused with a certain amount of hash oil, which will bring the percentage up to the mid thirties and pushing 40. So tell me what you're offering now. Sweet Sluggers is the pre-roll? Yes. And then what else are you offering? Well, then there's the infused Sweet Slugger, which will come out probably, I don't know, three weeks. Uh, we also have a chocolate coming. We have a vape cart coming called Moonshot. We have a cream. Masalve called elbow grease coming. And we're also going to do a one hitter, you know, the old fashioned one hitter with the bat, you know, that you put in, crush your weed and you take your one hitter. And we're, we're working to um, make it become a Dominican product where we can give back to the community in the Dominican. That's right. Well, what is, what is the status of cannabis in Dominican? Is it, is it illegal there now? Is it medically legal? It's illegal right now, but what you believe, believe it or not, I'm pretty sure that this subject throughout the year is going to be different because my news was the whole talk for about a week. And it was a debate back on in between the people that know about the culture and the people that don't. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people from back home, big time business people reached me out and basically told me that they want to be involved because they think that's going to be the next thing in the Dominican. So that's so, that's another story that I wanted to talk to Tom about. That's interesting. At some point, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, 
Like, I mean, it's like I always, this is a, this is the way I live my life. Out of 100%, if I can control 50%, I deal with the negativity coming from the other 50%. <laughs> I'm okay. My life is always a balance. You know what I'm saying? So I know that was coming. Some people that was not going to be agreeing on me being part of what I am. But I also know that a lot of people that I already educated about the whole subject, they were going to agree. So maybe it's about yeah. it. So in a way, you've you've kind of normal. I mean, you're normalizing cannabis in Dominican Republic. You're normalizing here, making it more mainstream. Were you ever concerned about your own personal image? Because you have a very good image, you know, very clean image in this country and probably in the Dominican Republic. You're a good guy. Like, and so did you have concerns that People would think, oh, what's he doing with that drug, you know, whatever, weed? I was not concerned because I'm not doing anything illegal. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing anything that no one agree on. So unfortunately, nowadays, life is like that. A lot of people always have something to say about things. It doesn't matter if you do it right or you do it wrong. People don't always have something to say about things. So the most important thing is the benefit that you can get out of cannabis that a lot of people don't know. And it's our job to let them know and make them understand. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it's going to be moving forward. Yeah, just educating people about the benefits educating of Educating people. Because I, 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 listen, the way I was raised, the way my, my parents raised me, coming from a country like Dominican Republic, cannabis was on the negative side of things of all time. And today I figured it out. Now I know how to talk about cannabis. Now I know what cannabis does to you. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of people that, that are like I used to be. They just need to be educated about it. Right. Once you know about it, you, you become less scared of it. Do you, have you talked to, there's a, a few athletes now who have their own brands of cannabis. Uh, Al Harrington, who I've had interviewed a few times, Mike Tyson. Have you talked to any of these guys? You talk, is there like a little club of professional athletes that talk about cannabis business? I haven't. I haven't. But you know, that is in the loop. That will happen at some point, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they'll reach out to you. Yeah, you know? it'll happen. Even uh, Paul Pierce, who's a, you know, who's a, a former Celtic. I know he's been in the cannabis the business. <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. That's my boy. I saw Paul the other day from far away at one of the Celtics game, but we didn't have, I, 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 we say what's up to each other. I love Paul, but we didn't have the time to talk about the subject. What do you guys think about the industry, the Massachusetts? It's been kind of slow. They've had a lot of hiccups to roll out cannabis. Do you think that it's in good shape now? You know, it was hard for people. It was legal for so long, but then it was really hard for people to get cannabis in Massachusetts. There were a lot of restrictions. What do you think about the industry now? Is it still challenging to be in the cannabis business in that state? It's always challenging. Okay. I mean, like it's, you know, it's cannabis. It's, it's a new business. We're, we're at the forefront of a business that hasn't been carved out before. So there's a lot of bumps in the road and there's a lot of regulations, which we all have to deal with. We have the 280E tax code, which because we are, you know, not recognized federally as a business, you've got to pay taxes on every dollar and there are no write-offs. So, you know, it is, it's a tough business, but it's a good business. And uh, you, you know, you just have to keep your eye on the ball and you can push through and, and do well here. Keep your eye on the ball. That's, I, I saw what you did there. Got a baseball <laughs> player. <laughs> you got to always keep your eye on the ball. All right. Last question for Big Poppy. So a lot, you know, a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs themselves. They're either in the business, they're trying to get into the business. What advice, you know, can you give people, you know, from your incredible baseball career and now your career as being an entrepreneur, a business owner, what is something that the way you live your life that's really helped, you know, you in your success, you think? I went to a dinner, I would say like nine, 10 years ago in New York with the Chase, uh, the Chase Bank. And uh, it was a it was a dinner that a lot of business people, big time people, football teams owner were there. The, the NBA commissioner was there. I mean, a lot of people were there. And I got to meet 
Warren Boss at that dinner. Uh, one of the guys named Mark Walker that worked for me is one of my advisors and investors. He told me, hey, whenever you go to that dinner, try to meet Warren Boff. He's an uh, interesting man and, and have a conversation with him, see what you can learn about things. And the minute I walk into the dinner, he approached me. Oh. <laughs> you don't even have to. I don't yeah. know he was a fan of mine. He was a fan of mine. And, uh, and I don't even know that he was at the time I don't know if he still is, but he have he was in a small investor in, in the Red Sox. And um, I have a conversation with him and I was like, man, uh, what advice would you give to a guy like me when it comes down to business? And he told me straight up, don't you get into a business that someone else had to give you the information. Whenever you get into a business, make sure you know about the business. Make sure you get involved with the business. Make sure you know what is going on with the business. So you make decision on it. And if things doesn't go right, you know that it's about to happen. You know what I'm saying? So get familiar with things before you get involved with it. And I tell you what, I have been paying attention to things more likely, more than usual. Because when you are playing baseball, you got so much going on. But now that I have been retired for the past six years, I have been putting that on play more likely. And, and I have seen the result. So you really studied the cannabis business? Specific, like you? I got very familiar with it. I don't know as much as this guy, no. You know what I'm saying? No plenty, though. But whenever... Whenever I had a question about something that I can understand, you need to have a partner like this guy right here because he's clear as a water. You know what I'm saying? He he want to make sure that I understand everything that I would like to know. And, and that made me happy. Well, David, Big Poppy Ortiz, Tom Schneider, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about Poppy Cannabis. You can find it in dispensaries across Massachusetts right now, right? It's available right now for sale. Everywhere. Yeah. You bet. Everywhere. Any plans to expand or we're we just going to stay with Massachusetts? I mean, we talked about Dominican Republic, maybe to go to a different state or if right now we're just going to focus on Massachusetts. We'll be Massachusetts now, but there's conversations about licensing over state lines. Yes. Yes. And it's going to take a minute for that to happen in the Dominican Republic. You know what I'm saying? But I think, I think years from now it'll happen. All right. Well, that would be great news. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right. Thank thanks, you. Jonathan. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. To find out more about Green Entrepreneur, head on over to greenentrepreneur.com for the latest cannabis and CBD news, thoughtful essays, tips, and insider tricks on how to succeed in the cannabis business, all that good stuff. And hey, if you like this podcast, do me a huge solid and go to wherever you may listen to your podcast and please rate and review our podcast. It does wonders for the algorithm, helps others find the podcast. Would so appreciate a review and a rating. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.